It was a warm night, warm and muggy, but there was a cool breeze down by the water, and CIA agent Grant Collier enjoyed the refreshing feel of the colder air as it touched his face and ruffled his hair. After spending all day interrogating scientists and academics and administrators at the lab, it was nice to get out and stretch his legs a little. And this place was pretty, prettier than he'd expected when he'd been assigned the investigation, and looking more like something from 1402 than 2002, with its narrow cobbled streets and its quaint old houses and the massive church dominating the landscape that the river bisected. He'd say he was enjoying his time here, if not for the fact that most of it was spent checking security logs and watching security footage and analyzing computer files. Not that he didn't enjoy those, of course. Otherwise, he'd never have chosen the career he had. But they were the same activities he'd done back home, and could do anywhere, really. Trapped inside with Dr. Daniel Atherton's colleagues all day, Grant would never know he was someplace as exotic as Uppsala, Sweden. So it was especially nice to get outside at times like this and enjoy the sights before crashing for the night and then getting up to march back to the lab once more. The river was quiet, its current sluggish and its dark surface almost smooth. A narrow strip of grass ran along the bank, making it easy to stroll beside the water. Grant hadn't seen anyone else out here, however, which he thought was strange. It was by far the coolest spot in the city, at least temperature-wise and it was an ideal place to walk and clear his head and let the day's discoveries settle into orderly patterns. He wondered if Dr. Atherton had ever walked this way. It would make sense. The strip was on the way from the lab to the place where he'd been staying, and the good professor hadn't bothered to own a car or even a bicycle. Walking along here would have been the perfect way to unwind after a long day of research and teaching, which meant that Grant could even justify the walk as part of his work. A small noise somewhere nearby made him turn, but he didn't see anything beyond the banks, the water, and the old wooden bridge he was approaching. Maybe someone had walked across it, or at least a cat or dog since he hadn't seen any shadows passing overhead. Whatever it was, the noise had faded and Grant let his thoughts wander again as his feet carried him toward the bridge. None of Atherton's colleagues had noticed him acting unusual, which suggested that he hadn't chosen to disappear. That still left... He'd reached the shadows at the foot of the bridge now, and heard a faint rustling again. This time, Grant glanced up in time to see a pair of impossibly large hands emerge from the darkness, groping toward him. He had time to register a blinding pain and to feel something crack, then everything went black.